0: I'm Karen Nelson, and you're listening to Becoming You Again, episode number 84. Welcome to Becoming You Again, the podcast to help with your mental and emotional well being during and after divorce. This is where you learn to overcome the trauma of your divorce by reconnecting with yourself, creating lasting emotional resilience, and living a truly independent life so your life will be even better than when you were married. I'm your host, Karen Nelson. Hello, my friends, how are you all doing? How was your holiday season? My holidays were amazing. I got to spend some time with my extended family and my kids, of course, which is always amazing. And then when my kids were at their dad's for Christmas, I got to have a little downtime with my boyfriend. And I even feel like I gave myself a little extra attention over this holiday break to love myself and to spend some extra time with me, give myself some extra sleep, I feel very refreshed. I feel very loved. And now I'm ready to dive into the new year, as I'm sure so many of you are as well. I would love to hear how your holidays went. Maybe it was amazing. Maybe it was terrible. Maybe it was just okay. Maybe it was up and down. I would love to hear. Come tell me. DM me on Instagram at Karen Nelson Coaching, and let's chat. So, the new year is when everyone is talking about goals and resolutions and the best way to reach your goal for real this time. Because we all know what it's like to set a resolution or a goal, right? We have these very grand aspirations. We are doing it this year. We are going to lose the weight. We are going to start waking up earlier. We are going to get the house organized. We are going to get healthier and go to the gym six days a week. We have these big ideas of what we want, which is totally great. I love it when we can have a vision of a more evolved version of ourselves that we are working toward. I think that's a beautiful thing. The problem, though, (laughs) is we live in a culture where we've been taught to want everything to happen fast, to happen now, immediately. And when that doesn't happen, we get frustrated or bored or overwhelmed, and then we just give up. We make these big resolutions to become something different, someone different, but the only way we know to reach it is to hold ourselves to an impossible standard basically overnight, like in the snap of fingers. And that's just not how most change is made. Like you set the goal to exercise at the gym six days a week when you haven't been exercising at the gym one day a month. And yet you are expecting yourself to be a completely different person overnight. Or you tell yourself you're going to drop 30 pounds by eating healthier, so you fill your fridge with vegetables and proteins, but you've mostly just been eating carbs and treats for the last few years. And you expect that you'll just magically want to eat those other new foods overnight. And then you get mad at yourself when you aren't that person, when you don't do those things. Again, this isn't how change works, not lasting change anyway, not real change. You can do this overnight stuff for a little while, that willpower or that white knuckling will last for a couple of weeks, right? We've all done that. But then we go back to who we were because we haven't created the habit of change in our brain. We haven't rewired any new neural pathways. And this is why most gyms stay busy for the first couple of weeks after New Year Or why you might lose the initial five to seven pounds in the first few weeks, you might wake up at 6 a.m. for a couple of weeks and then go right back to where you were. We get tired of trying so hard to be someone that we are not that we stop. We get frustrated that things aren't happening fast enough, and so we stop. We give up. We haven't done the work in our brain first to create a habit that is going to create change over time. So what's the answer to setting goals and actually achieving them? I believe it's implementing something called minimum baselines. This is the idea that you set a very small goal that is so easy to do that you're for sure gonna do it. Now your brain is gonna think that this goal is so small that it's not even worth doing. It's not gonna make any difference. But having minimum baselines is where the actual change and growth and habits are formed. In our brain first, which is amazing. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, but one of our brain's main functions is to conserve energy. And one way it does that is to form habits, because the more it can do on autopilot, the more energy it is conserving. So minimum baselines is kind of a win win for you, and it's a win win for your brain, because you are making small incremental changes, which add up to huge things over time. And your brain is doing its job of energy efficiency. So let me give you a few examples of minimum baseline so you know what I'm talking about. If your goal is to work out more and you eventually want to work up to 45 minutes of exercise six days a week, then instead of doing 45 minutes six days a week for three weeks and then giving up because it's just too hard to keep at that for the rest of the year until New Year's resolution time next year, right? (laughs) Instead, you're going to set a minimum baseline of 15 minutes of exercise three days a week or five minutes of exercise six days a week. You get to decide. This is what's really great about minimum baselines. You decide on something that is so easy that you will for sure do it, which then will easily create a habit out of it. Or say you want to eat healthier. You decide on a minimum baseline of eating one fruit and one vegetable twice a week or adding a vegetable with dinner four nights a week or six nights a week. Like, again, you get to decide what your minimum baseline is. And it's going to be different for every person because we are all different. You want to choose something that sounds doable and pretty easy for you to do. Remember, it's something that is so easy for you to keep that your brain is like, why this isn't even worth doing. But that's when you get to remind your brain, I know. I know you think that, but we're going to do it anyway. And this is the magic of minimum baselines. You become consistent with this baseline, doing it over and over again, which then creates a habit. And once that habit is created, you can then create a new minimum baseline, which incrementally will get you closer and closer to your goal. And eventually, your minimum baseline is the goal you wanted to achieve in the first place. And then there's this double magic that comes in, which I think is so amazing. And often, once you get started on your minimum baseline that you've set, you might even do a little bit more. But if you decide not to, it's totally not a problem for you. So for example, if you've set a minimum baseline of working out for 15 minutes three days a week, and you get on the treadmill to do your 15-minute jog, and after 15 minutes, you're like, I feel really good. I feel great, actually. I might go another 15 minutes. And so you do. Amazing. That's a fun little moment to celebrate the additional movement for your body. But if you get done with the 15 minutes, the first 15 minutes, and you're like, oh, I am done. That was enough. I am not doing any more. And you go take a shower and you get ready for your day. That's also a moment for you to celebrate because you still kept your minimum baseline goal of 15 minutes. You did it. That's amazing. There's no reason to beat yourself up for not doing more because you already did your baseline. It's magic. Okay, so before I teach you how to decide on your minimum baseline and give you a bunch of examples, I want to make sure that you understand one thing. When I say that this should be easy to do, that doesn't mean that your brain is automatically going to just want to do it every day, right? Because we're creating a new habit and our brains don't like to create change. They just don't. They like what already is, what's already comfortable. And so your brain is going to tell you not to do this thing when you first start out. Because anything that is easy to do is also easy not to do, right? And as with any kind of change, even tiny, small change, it's totally normal for your brain to object and try and tell you the reasons why you shouldn't be doing this. One of the main arguments that your brain is going to try and use is this little amount won't make any difference. And I've already mentioned this, but we know that's actually not true, And that small, consistent habits are what add up to big results. So I just want you to be aware, as you begin to implement your new minimum baseline, your brain is not going to be on board at first. And that's okay. Nothing has gone wrong. You just have to be willing to be the manager of your brain and remind it that because this is so easy to do, we're definitely doing it. Your minimum baseline should be something that you are willing to do forever. Let me say that again. Your minimum baseline should be something that you are willing to do forever. Because think about it. If you were to exercise for 15 minutes, three days a week for the rest of your life, you would overall have more stamina, have a healthier heart and cardiovascular system, and your muscles would be stronger than if you exercised 45 minutes for six days a week every January and then not again for the next 11 months for the rest of your life. Do you see how the consistency of keeping the minimum baseline will create a better overall result for you than trying to shoot for the big change all at once and then giving up a few weeks in? And there's the added benefit of creating confidence in yourself, which is always amazing. It always feels good when we feel confident about ourselves because you are doing what you said that you would do. You believe that you're capable of creating new habits. You keep your word to yourself, which always feels good, and you see yourself as successful and capable of creating even the smallest of change. Whereas the opposite happens when you set a giant goal that's so far out of reach, and after the willpower goes out and you stop doing what you said you were going to do, you then feel like a failure and you begin to believe that you can't change, that you aren't capable, and you continue to beat yourself up about doing it all wrong, about being the worst, about. This always happens. You never keep your word to yourself, right? Do you see the difference there? There are so many areas where you can create a minimum baseline. Let me give you some examples to get your brain started. I've talked about two of the more obvious choices like exercise and health, and a few more examples of those might be I'm going to eat when I'm hungry and stop when I'm full. That could be your minimum baseline for health and eating. You're still going to eat all the things you've been eating, but you're going to eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. Or maybe you eat dessert every night after dinner and you wanna stop doing that. A minimum baseline could be, I'm going to eat desserts four nights a week and the other three, I don't eat dessert. Or I'm going to eat one scoop of ice cream instead of two every night. Some ideas for minimum baselines for being active might be, I'm going to do yoga 20 minutes, three days a week. Or I'm going to do some breathing exercises and focus on my breath work for 10 minutes, five days a week. Get specific with what you're going to do, but also make it easy for you to do so that you will stay consistent with it. So, what is it that is going to be easy for you to do on a consistent basis? Maybe you want to have some money in savings. You can start with a minimum baseline. I'm going to save $25 from every paycheck in my savings account or in my glass jar on the counter or wherever you want to put it. And again, you might be thinking that's not going to make a difference, but it does. Remember, if you want to be a person who saves money, then you have to start saving money and it has to start somewhere. It can start with a minimum baseline because little changes consistently over time add up. Maybe you want to wake up earlier or go to bed earlier. You start with a minimum baseline. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm in bed by 1145. No excuses made. Or every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm up by 6.30 a.m., ready to start my day. You get to choose what your minimum baseline is. Another idea is wanting to feel more confident. I had a woman in my Facebook group the other day say that when she dresses up in clothes that fit right and feel good on her body, that she feels more confident. And the reason she feels more confident is because she's thinking thoughts like, damn, I look good, Or maybe she's thinking, I've got this. I can do anything when I look like this, right? She's thinking thoughts that are creating a feeling of confidence inside of her. So a minimum baseline for confidence can be, I'm going to take a shower and get dressed in clothes that fit and that I like four days a week. Or one that really works for me that I know you've heard me say before is I tell myself five things that I love, like, or appreciate about myself every day. Maybe your minimum baseline could be every night before I go to bed, I tell myself one thing I love, like, or appreciate about me. Or I look in the mirror and give myself a high five any I do something to be celebrated. The beauty of a minimum baseline is you get to choose what it is. You get to decide the ease. You get to make this as personal to you as you would like. So think about an area of your life that you would like to make some kind of change in and write that down. Then brainstorm anywhere between 5 and 25 ideas of minimum baselines that you could possibly do and then pick one. We're not going to do 25. We're just going to pick one. We're going to start small. Easy. Remember, we're keeping this easy. Easy, easy, easy. Pick one and then commit to doing it. So I'm just going to recap Before we finish up here, pick an area where you want to make some kind of change. Brainstorm some ideas for minimum baselines. Keep it easy. What will be so easy that it will almost seem not worth it? But it will be worth it over time. So you'll keep doing it consistently. And then commit to doing just the minimum baseline and then watch yourself transform over the next year. You will be amazed by the results that you can create in your life by just sticking with your minimum baselines. All right, my friends, I love you. You've got this. Have a great week. I will talk to you soon. If you like what you're learning on the podcast and you're ready to create lasting change and results in your life, then you need to be working one-on-one with Karen as your divorce coach. This is where we take everything you're learning in the podcast and 10 exit with implementation and weekly coaching, where you start to see change in yourself and your life immediately. To find out more about how to work exclusively with Karen, go to www.karennelsoncoaching.com. That's coaching.com. Thanks for listening. If this podcast agreed with you in any way, Please take a minute to follow and give it a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more details about how I can help you live an even better life than when you were married, make sure and check out the full show notes by clicking the link in the description.